0: Thanks for joining us it's bna breaks down debt with nick and Harmon.
1: okay today everybody we're going to be talking about debts that are not released by order of discharge so there's a classification of debts Um, we call them one section 178 debts they're debts that if you get discharged from your bankruptcy or on the completion of your proposal these debts will still survive so they get included in your proposal or bankruptcy, as far as they can receive payments or dividends is what we call them. But at the end of the bankruptcy process or proposal process, they don't get written off. So they're a special type of debt that survives the entire insolvency proceeding. So over the next two sessions, we're going to talk a little bit about what are these debts? What do they look like and how they apply?
0: Exactly, so as Nick described, uh, we'll be covering some important topics uh, in this session and the coming ones in regards to the debts that are not covered. But please keep in mind, uh, these podcasts are for information purpose only. This is not legal advice. If you are dealing with debts that are in the similar nature, please consult a professional, whether it's uh, seeking legal advice or contacting a licensed OMSI trustee in your area. You can always contact us in regards to your specific situation. You can reach us at 403-232-6220 so let's get into it so one of the debts that are not released when you get your order of discharge from a bankruptcy for example it has to do with if you had a fine penalty restitution order or any other orders that are in similar in nature that were imposed by the court so if the court grants an order that falls in this section under this category, then what it does is that specific claim gets the special status where filing for bankruptcy or even a proposal will typically not eliminate it. So it will survive. So you got to be careful when you're talking about your debts with your licensed trustee on what those debts are and what the nature of the essentially the claims are, because that way you're able to determine if any of those will be impacted and some of them, as indicated by the act, can very well survive, even though you have gone through the formal insolvency process.
1: So some of those might include, under this category, would be like fines for a speeding ticket, if you got one of those like, you know, photo radar things that came through and you got a bunch of those speeding tickets. Again, we include them as a creditor, but ultimately, They aren't discharged from your bankruptcy. You'll be responsible for paying those. So when you go to register your new vehicle or your vehicle when your new registration comes up, you're going to have to pay those debts to get your registration. Um, Other types of... Tickets or penalties could be, you know, driving without insurance. Restitution orders is another one. So if, let's say, you committed a crime and you have to pay restitution back towards the other person, then restitution orders aren't included. Maybe you damaged property or something along those lines. Another special category are awards of damages that the court might have given. Again, if you were involved in a legal proceeding and the court um, has a judgment against you for, Anything that caused bodily harm or assault, those things also are not dischargeable in a bankruptcy or proposal. So those will need, they'll survive and they'll, uh, you know, need to be continued to be paid.
0: So next we have, uh, we'd like to talk about another one of the sections in here, what result in any debt or liability that arise out of fraud, embezzlement or misappropriation.
1: Yes. So any debt or liability, fraud, embezzlement, misappropriation. There's been situations where maybe someone worked for an employer, they had the ability to, you know, transfer money from the employer's account to their own, that's called embezzlement. Uh, Misappropriation means that you didn't properly take care of funds that were in your own trust, like you, you, it was, funds that were entrusted to you, and you didn't take care of them very well. So if there are orders or judgments against you for those particular items, again, those can't be bankrupted out of or completed in a consumer proposal. So there has to be a judgment in place. If there's no judgment in place, then what we would call it a contingent debt, meaning it it is something that could come onto you, and uh, will likely survive your bankruptcy or consumer proposal. So you want to make sure that you explain all of the potential debts that could come to you as well to your licensed insolvency trustee so they can properly advise you about how those debts will be treated in the insolvency process.
0: Exactly. So sometimes these debts may not be in existence yet, but you may be in the process where, you know, you're going through the legal process and it's in the works, right? So it's still prudent. You must advise your trustee even if it's something that's in the works, even if there has been no judgment issued on it because your trustee will need to be aware of if anything is coming down the pipeline so another similar nature is or one of the things that can survive a bankruptcy is for example if there was a creditor that you for example let's say you didn't disclose maybe just out of spite and you thought i don't want this person to get any money and you never told the trustee about it so therefore that person never got you know the information they should have in order to participate in the dividends and they come to realize that okay you know there was this bankruptcy filed for example and I was never told. So, you know, any money equivalent to the dividends the other credit received that this creditor would have got if you had disclosed them will need to be paid so that debt can survive again as well because that's their right. So, you know, you want to make sure that it's sometimes uh, there's a situation whether the creditors, you may not ha- have them all on the same row and may not like them the same, but they all need to be disclosed. And then the trustee has to do their due diligence to make sure that they get their notifications in regards to the filing process. So make sure, again, that all of your creditors are listed to the trustee to the best of your abilities because it's only to help you in the long run to deal with those financial distress scenarios. And given the information, again, it would be important um, that you make a list of them typically even before going into the trustee's office so you know what sort of scenario you're gonna be walking in with. And as a trustee firm, it always helps the trustee guide you through the process much easier if you know what the potential liabilities that exist are out there.
1: Yeah, and ultimately, Again, there's these debts that could be due to fraud or misrepresentation. Those also uh, may not be discharged in a bankruptcy or proposal process. So if they've been accumulated as a result of fraud. So if I were to give you an example, it might be like, right before filing for bankruptcy you took out the credit card and went on a shopping spree and bought a bunch of stuff the creditor could claim that this was fraudulent activity that knowingly going into bankruptcy or what we call knowingly being an insolvent you took the the credit used it uh, inappropriately so the creditors could oppose your discharge, one thing, and the second thing that they could do is that they could say that these debts should be excluded because they're fraudulent transactions. So the creditors are within their rights to object, and to because of these excessive transactions, um, they could say that these were fraud and misrepresentation.
0: So if you're dealing with any of these debts, or even if in the ordinary course of business you got other debts that you may be dealing with, please seek help call a local Licensed Somcy Trustee in your area, you can always reach out to us at BNA here at 403-232-6220. So it is important to make sure you view these with a professional. As indicated earlier, these sessions are for information purpose only. They're not to be meant in replacement for any sort of legal advice. So once again, we appreciate you joining us in the coming sessions where we will talk about one of the other special ones that we often see it's in regards to your student loans so a lot of the times we get questions how student loans are going to be treated if somebody files for a bankruptcy proposal any insolvency process so in the next episode we will try to cover that for you until then take care hope you have a great day
1: have a great week everybody